Hey, weirdo. What's your superpower? And how will you use it to change the world? Welcome to Just Us Weirdos, a weekly serialized fiction podcast about learning to be heroic. No matter how weird your power might be. I'm Charlie White. And I'm creative director Gabe White. And we're so glad you're joining us here for the story today. Gabe, what's new in your life? Summer! That's right, Gabe's last day of school was last Thursday, and it's summer summer vacation! What does summer mean? It means vacation. It means no school. It means being in the car or on a plane. And it sometimes means getting bored. Bored. And that kind of stinks, right? I mean, no school. Shouldn't we be excited? Well, I do have a game in mind. What a coincidence. I do too. Okay, how about we say our ideas at the same time? Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. Counting Juggling game. chickens. Oh, wait. Yeah, the counting game. That's a great idea. This is a classic improv game. It's normally played in front of an audience, but you can play it with a friend or a sibling in the back of a car, or even with your parents. To play this game, you need two people who want to play, and you come up with a thing to talk about. It can be a lot of fun if somebody's watching you and you ask them for a topic. But still, if you've just got two people, the two of you can figure it out between yourselves. So Gabe, what should we have a conversation about? We should talk about what the best superpower is. Okay, so we'll have a conversation about what's the best superpower. But here's where the fun part comes in. Number twist! Gabe and I are going to generate random numbers for each of us. And that is going to determine how many words can be in each sentence we use. We're going to count to three like we're playing rock, paper, scissors. But instead of putting out rock, paper, or scissors, we're going to hold out zero, one, two, three, or four fingers. And the total number of fingers showing are going to be the number of words I'm allowed to use in my sentence. Now, if we both put out zero, we're going to run that up to one, just to make it fun. Then we'll do the same thing for Gabe. So here we go, we're going to figure out how many words I can say. On the count of three, we're going to show our fingers. One, two, three, go. Gabe is holding up four fingers, and I'm holding up three. That means my sentences have to have seven words in them. Now we'll figure out Gabe. One, two, three, go. Gabe's holding out one finger, and I'm holding out one finger. That means Gabe's sentences have to have two words. So just to review, I'm seven words, Gabe is two words, and we're talking about the best superpower. Here we go. The best superpower is clearly super smelling. No way. Uh Uh-huh. You'd always know where pizza is. That's horrible. You think pizza's horrible? It's awesome, bro. Oh, gosh. I'd like to read a smelling comic. Super invisibility. How's that different from regular invisibility, Gabe? Ghost power. Oh, with super invisibility, go through walls? Yup, sir. 
That lets you get pizza much faster. Yes, definitely. Scene. That's a good call, Gabe. Usually it's the best idea to end this game when something funny happens. The Counting Game is a great game for you and your siblings or your friends to play on long car rides or in the airport or anytime this summer you feel like saying, I'm bored. Which will happen at least. Calculating. Thirty-seven times per day. So we hope you have a great summer. I'm also happy to announce it's Pride Month. I'd like to extend a special welcome to our LGBTQ listeners today. I'm glad you're here, and I'm proud of you for being you. Just Us Weirdos is thrilled to be participating in the first Pride Sweeps of Kids Listen. Our Pride episode will drop on June 24, and is the conclusion to the story arc that began last episode. Some of you may remember what happened. Mrs. Jones drove the heroes to an abandoned drive-in movie theater, where they were supposed to meet a mysterious friend of Fish Out of Water. But while they were there, all of those strange calls that Dagny has been making all season finally came to light as an invisible jet appeared above them, and strange animals parachuted out of the jet. Fish Out of Water's friend, Rainbow Chaser, tried to help them, but Jules Jones' mom and Beninja were both captured by the person on the jet who turned out to be Mrs. Bonzo. Meanwhile, Fish Out of Water escaped with Rainbow Chaser in a weird armored van that Rainbow Chaser drives around. And what did IT Girl do? She talked to Mrs. Ponzone and then got on the plane with her. I'm getting a little concerned about Dagny's actions. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let listeners know that our content is intended for immature ears only. When you hear the title of today's episode, I think you'll have a pretty good sense of whether you're the right audience for this show. Are you ready for it? I hope you are, because it's time to sit back, put a smile on your face, and think of something weird. This is issue 26 of Just Us Weirdos. Snacks on a Plane Can I get you a granola bar, honey? IT girl folds her arms and turns her back on Mrs. Ponzone. Don't patronize me, she says. If Mrs. Ponzone is picking up on Dagny's irritation, she doesn't show it. Oh, if you don't like that, I could get you an apple pie or a cookie or fruit snacks. I could even... You have a new text message. Without even turning around, IT Girl extends her technopathy and barks, Reboot! Then she says over her shoulder, That ringtone is going to need to stop right away if we are going to do any work together. Mrs. Ponzone smiles and nods. I couldn't agree more, she mutters to herself. I don't mean to be rude, but you're here on my plane after you've come to me looking for an alliance. And you're treating me like I'm a monster, even though you contacted me after you ruined my ship and had me thrown in jail. 
IT girl feels blood rush into her cheeks with a feeling of shame, and she sucks through her teeth. She remembered last time she was face to face with Mrs. Ponzone well. Mrs. Ponzone had started a new company called EcoDirect Shipping, which was paid to take radioactive waste from other companies. They claimed to do research on superpowers using the waste, but IT Girl and her best friend Amina Graphene Amparo learned that Mrs. Ponzone Company was simply going to dump the waste in the ocean. That had been IT Girl and Graphene's first superhero mission. Before that, they had just been Dagny and Amina, two girls with weird superpowers and no good ideas about how to use them. Although the mission to stop the EcoDirect scam didn't go exactly as planned, thanks in part to separate interference from Kirby Beninja Kuramoto and Jules Fish-Out-of-Water Jones, Dagny and Graphene had managed to stop EcoDirect. IT Girl had felt proud at the time, but now, with an adult expressing disappointment about it, she feels a bit ashamed, even though she knows she did the right thing. Mrs. Ponzone interrupts Dagny's train of thoughts. This plane has enough food for us to stay in the air for three months. Are you sure I can't get you a snack? Maybe a peanut butter bar or some rice cakes? IT girl squares her shoulders. Don't change the subject, she says. The shame she's feeling reminds her of the way her mom makes her feel. IT girl's mom is Mrs. Gwenifer Work, the executive vice president of research and development at Binary Consolidated. Binary is the most successful company in the world. But, as IT Girl has recently found out, they don't just make computers and phones. Binary has been engaged in its own superhero research. Dagny's mom, Mrs. Work, is obsessed with finding, controlling, and making a profit from superheroes. But Gwenifer Work still doesn't know that her own daughter is a superhero. If IT Girl is going to stop her mom, she needs to be able to stand up to her. And she can practice that by standing up to Mrs. Ponzone right now. So Dagny finally turns to the woman. You made your own choices. You could have done something interesting, but you chose to do harm instead. That's why you went to jail, not because I caught you. I couldn't agree more. And it's interesting that you admit that. You know what else is interesting? This dang phone is acting up in the same way it was on the night when we launched that first EcoDirect ship. IT Girl stands silently, wishing she hadn't rebooted Mrs. Ponzone's phone like she did the first night she met her. I remember that night. I had dinner with Gwenifer Work and her daughter. Oh, what was her name? Dagny. Isn't it interesting that my phone acted up around Dagny, and now it's acting up around you? As soon as Mrs. Ponzone says the word Dagny, all thoughts of being a hero go out of IT Girl's mind. She feels like a little kid, in over her head, and about to get in deep trouble. IT Girl sits down on one of the padded chairs in the plane, and Mrs. Ponzone continues. You're right, of course. I've made some bad decisions. I should have stuck with superhero research. In fact, that's what my new company is all about. IT Girl mutters coldly. You're disgusting. You're pretending to be running a nonprofit to raise money to save animals. 
but you're just a trickster, and you're using people's money for your own needs. Mrs. Ponzone puts a hand to her chest like she's offended. Oh, honey, I'm reformed. I'm using every dollar I get to help endangered animals. IT girl shakes her head. It doesn't count if you're just buying animals to attack my friends. I couldn't agree more, Mrs. Bonzone says, and that's why I'm doing so much more. You see, superhero research was a good plan, so I'm doing it for real this time. I find endangered animals and, well, I do something like this. Mrs. Bonzone opens the door that separates the passenger cabin from the pilot's cockpit. In the cockpit is the gorilla who had wrestled with Beninja and Fish. The gorilla is wearing glasses and calmly flying the massive plane, while mindlessly snacking on a box of banana-flavored chips. IT Girl connects the dots. You're giving superpowers to endangered animals? She asks. I couldn't agree more. I asked a question, IT Girl yells. It doesn't even make sense for you to say that. Honey, you've got to calm yourself down, Mrs. Ponzon says. You're never going to stop. Your mother, if you can't control yourself. IT Girl puts her head in her hands. She thinks to herself, She said my mother. She knows who I am. None of this is working out. She thinks about reaching up to pull off her hoodie, to just go back and try to be Dagny instead of being IT girl, to look at adults as people to trust, as people who help kids, to be normal again. As she's thinking these things, IT girl feels something like a rope tightening around her arms and chest. She tries to push it away, but it's too strong. Two rope-like animal arms have encircled her from behind, and she's not strong enough to escape. You're just gonna have to go join the other prisoners, honey, Mrs. Bonzon says. Can I get you a Mooney Pie before you go? Somehow, hearing an adult say something as stupid as Mooney Pie is the push the IT girl needs to not give up. Let me go, IT girl says. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dagny. This is your last warning, Mrs. Ponzo, IT Girl says. Call off this beast. That's a sloth, honey. A super strong sloth. IT Girl doesn't care anymore. She gave her warning, and Mrs. Ponzo didn't listen. IT Girl reaches out with her technopathy and finds a bug in the plane's flight system. She looks at Mrs. Ponzo right in the eye and says... Reboot! The thunderous noise of the plane's engines suddenly ceases, and the plane carrying Mrs. Ponzone, IT Girl, the superpowered animals, and three months of snack foods begins to plunge down towards the earth. I couldn't agree. I mean, stop it! Mrs. Ponzone yells. Let me go. Dagny says, as she again reaches out with her technopathy and states, Reboot. The plane continues plunging. Girl, you're gonna kill us, Mrs. Bonson says. You have to start taking responsibility for your own actions, Mrs. Bonson. You can make all of this stop by calling off your animals. 
reboot. The plane plunges further. It ain't just us on this plane, Mrs. Ponzon yells. I know. It's the superpowered endangered animals too. Reboot. Wind whistles by as the plane draws nearer and nearer to the earth. No, it's your friends too. Beninja is on this plane. Reboot, Dagny says. Fish out of water's mom is on this plane. Reboot, Dagny says. Amina is on this plane. For a moment, Dagny doesn't say anything. In the silence, the plane systems have time to come back online, and the gorilla captain regains control and ends the plunge. All throughout the passenger cabin, the freefall has caused cupboard doors to fall open, and dozens of different kinds of snacks now litter the floor and chairs. Dagny takes a deep breath and says, Reboot. No, let her go, Mrs. Ponzon says to the sloth. The rope-like arms fall from Dagny. Fine, you win. Dagny thinks about telling Mrs. Ponzon to show her to her friends, but then decides she's going to be in charge. You sit down, she says to Mrs. Ponzon. Dagny gets up and walks to the door in the back of the plane. It's locked, but she commands the lock to reboot and lets herself through. The back is a mess of snack boxes. There are two cages in the room. One containing fish out of water's mom, who appears to be asleep on the floor. In the other cell is Kirby in his new black Beninja costume and his bald head. He looks at Dagny without smiling and simply says, Who put all these gluten-free snacks on this giant flying plane? Dagny ignores him and pushes through the next door. Something like a dentist's chair is bolted to the floor, and chained to the chair is Dagny's best friend, Amina. Graphene! Dagny exclaims, running to her friend. Stop calling me that, Amina says. Everyone's calling me that. I'm not Graphene. I'm not a superhero. There's no such thing as heroes. Thank you, dear listener. Happy summer and happy pride. You can find us online at justusweirdos.com where you can subscribe to the podcast and interact with us. You can get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter at Just Us Weirdos or email us at hero at justusweirdos.com. There's also forms on our website at justusweirdos.com where you can contact us and tell us about your ideas for heroes. Remember, if we get enough hero and villain submission ideas, we'll bring back the Villainous Letters game. Thanks to Joe Carnwath, who wrote, performed, and produced our theme music with Trumpet by James Carnwath. Check out Joe's music online at joecarnwath.com or find him on Spotify. The song you're listening to right now is Cinderella, used by permission from Love Hustler, who you can also find on Spotify. Thank you for listening, and remember, be kind, be creative, and most of all, be weird. See you next week, weirdos. <laughs>